0: Saturday morning we have our coffee with maybe a smooch of baileys in it we're doing it saturday morning because it is <laughs> last day I say last day. It's last day in Ontario. Yeah, not last day on the planet or anything. It's not <laughs> like you're getting on a rocket ship and heading to. And you might have a bit more than a smooch of Bailey's.
1: <laughs> My coffee sip didn't work. <laughs> it went down the. I tried to sip, didn't make a sound. It turned to a gulp, and then it went down the wrong way, and it didn't work out. All right. Well, starting off as always with the uh, good times, bad times. What uh, What do you got? Yeah. So I. Th- I mean, this is. Uh... I think indicative of a bad time, but it is good that it's happening. Starting a few days ago, all travelers coming into Canada from abroad must now produce a negative COVID test before being allowed to board their plane. That's good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, it's bad that that's what we have to do because it, it means that, you know, COVID cases and that's bad, but it's good. In that, hopefully, it will mean less COVID cases. It also feels like something maybe we should have done a while ago. Yeah, like a long time Other ago. Other countries did? Yeah. It, it, it seems like um, we uh, are a little bit behind on that one. And uh, But you know what? We're there now. Let's look after that. We're there now. Look on the bright side. Um, hopefully, that has an effect. Moving on. Two more officers associated in Brianna Taylor's death have been fired. Detectives Mild Cosgrove, who actually was the one who shot Taylor, and Joshua Janes, who sought the warrant, lost their jobs. I don't know why um, the person who sought the warrant lost their job. That didn't make it wasn't quite clear in the article. Uh, but I understand why the person who shot her lost his job. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I don't understand the warrant thing either. I mean, maybe you could argue that everyone there didn't act appropriately and they should all be fired just based on that but the article seemed to suggest that seeking the warrant was the wrong thing and this is uh, this is a
0: it's i think it's good i think the these people shouldn't should just not be police officers and that's fine not everybody can do it yeah so i think this is this is
1: good i agree that's that's why i put it in good times yeah (laughs) uh hopefully the rest of them get fired as well i put this in good times I don't know if you'll find it a good time, but I think so. But we'll see. About 225 employees at Google and its parent company, Alphabet, are the first dues-paying members of the Alphabet Workers Union. They represent uh, a small fraction of Alphabet's workforce, far short of the threshold needed to get formal recognition as a collective bargaining group in the United States. But the new union, which will be affiliated with the larger Communication Workers of America says it will serve as a structure that ensures Google workers can actively push for real change at the company. I've heard it's pretty cushy at Google. I've heard it's pretty cushy at Google, too. But I've also heard that working in the tech industry can be hell. Yeah, it's it's
0: long hours, but they've got... I mean, I saw interns.
1: Is that what it was called? Yes, the the interns with uh, Vince Vaughn and and Owen Wilson. Google released a statement once saying that that is not what their workplace looks like. Yeah. I think it probably is. <laughs> well, its members say they want more of a voice not just on wages, benefits and protection against discrimination, harassment, but also want broader ethical questions about how Google pursues its business ventures. Well, I would say buy shares in the company then and then you get that. Well, you can't necessarily afford to buy shares in the company.
0: Well, then you don't get to say how the company runs or quit.
1: Ah. I think, see, I, I have an issue with the very large unions that are basically just another corporation, but these small unions like this, I like. I think they generally are better at serving their purpose. Now, they obviously need more people. To they're, become, they're
0: worse at serving their purpose because they have no pull.
1: Yes, but I believe they're... Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, so they, I think they need more people, but I think they're more actually wanting to do what they say they want to do. Maybe. I, I don't know
0: what the... Labor laws are in California. I know some states like Florida is a right to work state. Places like that where you know minimum wage is still four dollars an hour and and right to work. I, I understand why you, you might want to join a union because they might be able to do something for you. But places like Canada, I don't get it. The labor laws here are so, and we aren't talking about Canada. So I don't know what they are in California. My guess, because it's California, is they're probably
1: similar to ours. I, I think they're probably better than most U.S. states, but I don't think they're quite in on which, par with ours. In which case, I, I don't know that unions
0: are—they they were necessary, they served their purpose, They've they've now morphed into something else.
1: The problem is, I don't necessarily want— And even at the time, a lot of the unions were just mafia. I definitely have problems with the big corporate unions that we have these days, but I also don't necessarily want a world with no unions— I don't fully trust companies to operate without unions. No, but it's the government that, that
0: it's the government, right? It's the good labor laws.
1: Yes, but a lot of labor laws came from the push of unions. Yeah.
0: Now you don't need them anymore.
1: Yeah, but as soon as you get rid of unions, then you know you get one conservative government. They tear up all the labor laws.
0: And then you need them again.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's easy. But in the interim, when you don't have the labor laws, all the people. There's a ton of people that get no, left hang out to dry. They can't just get rid of all the labor laws with one government. It just doesn't, wouldn't happen. I, well, I don't know about that, but even if they don't, the conservatives have been systemically ripping apart the social safety net with every government they've had, which, you know, ever since, especially since, like, Mulroney, which mainly was just two governments, but still, it's, um... I don't know. I, I, there are problems with unions, but I want them reformed. I don't want them to go away.
0: You're never going to reform them. The, the people at the top are. It's a lot like a like a pack in the U.S. Like they're they're just they're just in it to make money.
1: Yeah, I don't know the big I, ones. I, the yeah. big ones. No, no, yeah,
0: absolutely. And the big ones are really the only ones with power. A small union is what's the point? Like, it just, it's, <laughs> there's no point. You don't have any power. You don't have any pull.
1: Yeah, I agree. There are problems with unions. They also made
0: wages uh, un unattainably like too high in some places. There are spots where where jobs have had to leave because you can't afford to do it here anymore,
1: yeah, well no, there are I, I agree I, I think there are problems with unions. they are not necessarily though the the first problems I would tackle in the current system. I think there are bigger fish to fry oh, absolutely, you brought it up corporations yes, 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 uh, yeah, I did, I did anyway, Dominion voting systems is suing. Trump lawyer Powell. Sidney Powell, Sidney yeah. Powell, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I put that one in too, but I have it in uh, political. But anyway, go ahead. Oh. Go for it.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, for $1.3 billion in a defamation lawsuit, Powell claimed that the company was founded in Venezuela to rig elections for their late dictator, Hugo Chavez. Somebody who works for Dominion Voting System we talked about before was individually suing Trump, Fox News, a bunch of people for personal defamation where he was... Uh, named in in for rigging the election for Biden um, and he received death threats but now the company itself is actually suing this woman and again I think they probably have a pretty good case yeah as long as they weren't founded in Venezuela by and I don't uh, think they were I don't know I have no idea that's I don't know either but that would just be my guess I doubt that the American institution would be like let's bring the Chavez guy in (laughs) it seems unlikely but I don't know,
0: I guess we'll find out if it goes to court. It'll settle for something this will never go to court, although I don't know what it's going to settle for. I don't know that Sidney Powell has um, a billion dollars or even half a billion.:
1: yeah, I don't I mean who knows It'll settle for like two million in an apology. Maybe. I mean if they have a good, if they believe they can win it, why would they settle? Because really they don't care about the money. they just want the apology
0: and their public image restored. All right. Well, I want the money, <laughs> but they aren't going to give it to you. <laughs> that anyway, that would be my guess. I don't understand. I don't see what they would. I mean, one point three billion. That seems steep to me. I don't know how much they charge the United States to count the votes. Is it that? Because I don't know. Like that seems a, like a lot. Yeah.
1: I have another one. That I put under bad times that I, I meant, it's at the top of bad times, I meant to put it last in good times, because it is not a bad time. Richard Barrett, who was the man who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk during the US Capitol riots, which I imagine we'll go into more, we'll talk about later. Yeah. There was riots? Um, <laughs> this is the problem, where sometimes our stories, they don't fit in order. Yeah so like a spoiler alert (laughs) in case you hadn't heard there was some riots but yeah he was the man not viking hat guy he had his feet up on nancy pelosi's desk and he left the message on her manila envelope or something we will not back down or something like that yeah
0: he was arrested well these guys are not the brightest protesters
1: no no they're not there's there was
0: there was a I think it was Stephen Colbert was talking about it, and because uh, cause a lot of the people on the right tried to blame Antifa for for the protest, saying Which uh, is stupid, yeah. But I guess it's, you know it's Antifa trying to make them look bad or something. <laughs> but but the, they they interviewed people when they're leaving, and there's this. Uh, they interviewed this one woman who was had tears running down her eyes, and she's like, "I was maced," and he's like, "Oh, why were you maced?" She's like, "I don't know. I just." Go went into the Capitol building and we were just in there protesting and they maced me and he's like, "What's your name and where are you from?" I'm Elizabeth from and she had like a Trump sweater on and she's like, "We just want to get Trump back in power." And I'm Elizabeth from wherever, Colorado or <laughs> <laughs> gave her address, almost her social insurance number. <laughs> Crazy! Like you can tell, you can tell this person like you just look them up and tons of people did that they they were tweet live feeding tweeting and saying their names and stuff on the on the on the stream like it's it's illegal that's probably not the best idea yeah
1: (laughs) why did they face face me i don't know i just broke into the capitol building why would they do that why
0: would they do that (laughs) anyway that's what i have for good times all right well in the better late than category better late than never (laughs) category better late than category never Better late than never. Category: Twitter has decided to ban Trump. I had this in political. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs>
1: there tit we. for tat. Yeah, exactly.
0: And now Trump, however, not to be uh, silenced, is talking about building his own platform. Which, which I, I, you know, I thought this is this is an interesting idea. And what names might he come up with? <laughs> so, I, for sure, he'll have just like everything else. For sure, his name will be in it. So, yeah, like, that's like his brand Trump book. Uh, Insta-Trump, or What's Trump, you know, like WhatsApp, that sort of thing. One of those, or the one that I really, truly like, and and Mr. Mr. President, he's still president today, right? Yeah. Okay, if you're listening, you know, we can, we can talk about this. I'm willing to share some naming rights here. Trumpeter. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got like a blaring trumpet, you know, like a trumpeter yeah. that plays the trumpet. Yeah, yeah. Trumpeter swans are kind of showy
1: birds, and he's all show. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, I think it's a perfect name. The thing with trumpeter swans is they're kind of showy, but they kind of, like, earn it by being kind of pretty. Trump has nothing to earn it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not saying saying he's equivalent to a
0: trumpeter swan, but he (laughs) he has part of that.
1: Yeah. Actually, the correct address to anybody who's ever been president is Mr. President for the rest of your life. You keep the title of president until the day you die. That's why they need to impeach him. I think even if you're impeached, you're still Mr. President because you once were president. Even if you get kicked out of office, I think they should strip the
0: title away if you get kicked out of office. Yeah. No. Are you sure? No. Oh. <laughs> it feels like that's an apt punishment. If you got if you were so bad that they booted you out before you finished, you don't get to be called Mr. President for the rest of his life.
1: Plus that <laughs> seems like a really mild punishment, actually. Uh, for him? Yeah, Maybe not. Yeah in a in a second and in a sort of a related
0: note uh Google has blocked the message app Parler which is uh they they market themselves as a free speech alternative to Instagram, Facebook, blah blah blah, Twitter. The first I've ever heard of it. I'd never heard of it either, but that's probably because we're not white supremacists. Yes, that is true. I'm assuming. <laughs> so there there was a a what a app for white supremacists and, and you know hate hate people yeah it maybe maybe it's on the dark web but that's another thing i, I don't know how to get there either but <laughs> i don't know it's obviously not because google banned it so it was on google play and apple is maybe following suit maybe should if it's if, if it's just about hate speech maybe have a look
1: and yeah is anybody going on there and sharing pictures of their grandchildren yeah or- Cat. <laughs> is there any
0: is there any cat videos on there that aren't nazi outfits so- like ss cat that doesn't count <laughs> So proud of my newest grandchildren. They're very white. <laughs> <laughs> and uh also, you know, we, we uh this is, as I mentioned off the top, Dylan is flying back for his last semester of university today. And Maybe. We, we Maybe last semester. <laughs> well, well, it'll see. be your last semester. <laughs> it's just gonna be an indeterminate amount of time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, you know, we it's it's bad times that he's leaving, but we had a nice break. It was lovely to have him home, so
1: that was a, a good time was had while he was here. So It was nice to be back. I noticed, it, I like it a lot. I, li- I like being home a lot better I don't have to work, and I'm at work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and not home. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all right, moving on. You got some bad times? I do have some bad times. So this is a really not fun time. A new study shows that the amount of CO2 already in the air, quote, is enough to blow past international agreed-upon goals to limit climate change, but it's not game over because while the amount of warming may be inevitable, it can be delayed for centuries if the world quickly stops emitting extra greenhouse gases from the burning of coal. Um, Oil and natural gas, the study's authors say. So that's not good. Doesn't sound good no and and i mean it's great that we can delay it for centuries because maybe that gives us time to come up with the technology to eat it up or solve it a different way but i don't trust us to be able to delay it for centuries yeah it's it's not gonna stop
0: i mean the biggest the problem a lot of the problem is is like big farming yeah there's just so much issues there it's just not gonna stop now even if industry stop like even if Manufacturing were able to reduce, there'd be so much other issues. That... Yeah.
1: Now, outside experts said the work is based on compelling reasoning, but want more research to show that it's true. Breakthrough Institute climate scientist Zeke Hausfather said the new work fits better with climate models than observational data. I don't know what that means. But just because the world is bound to get more warming than international goals, that doesn't mean all is lost in the fight against global warming. Said Dessler, I don't know where Dessler came from, who cautioned against what he called climate doomers. If the world gets to net zero carbon emissions soon, two degrees of global warming could be delayed enough so that it won't happen for centuries, giving society time to adapt or even come up with technologies uh, and fixes. I think... That was all CBC.
0: I think I need to go to Venice sometime soon, because I feel like it it won't... Won't be around much longer? At least the bottom floors won't be around much longer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, and this just seems to, this is a, a separate story I saw, but it seems to tie in nicely. 2020 ties with 2016 as the hottest year on record. Is that a coincidence that those were Trump election years? I, that's what I was thinking, right? And, and, and before 2020, people were saying that 2016 was the worst year, like, ever because that was the t- t- Trump election year. That was the year all those celebrities died. I think that was the Zika year, or maybe it was a bull. I don't know. 2016 was a crappy year all around. And then 2020, people are like, oh, this is horrible. It's, it's just, horrible. Inter- after watching a show like Good Omens, it just makes yeah. sense. <laughs> is there
0: something uh, nefarious afoot? All right, well, I'm going to start off with New Zealand, where a woman has died of a shark attack <laughs> off the shores of the country's northern island. I-
1: island. Again. Another one. (laughs) This reminds me of earlier. And I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I think we did. Um, But we definitely talked about it outside of the podcast where I was talking about how there's constantly these stories of the large cranes blowing over into buildings and I'm saying, it seems like if this happens this much, they should change the design. And you were like, yeah, but it doesn't actually happen that much. And then I just started throwing a story at you like once every other month about a crane blowing over. And now you're doing the same thing to me about shark attacks. Yeah. So <laughs> I think cranes are a bigger problem than sharks. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. If, a crane, if one crane blows into your apartment building, a lot more people are at risk of death than one shark attacking one person.
0: Not very many people die when a, even when a crane blows down. Not very
1: many people die when they encounter a shark. I don't. I mean, I don't. I think most times a crane crane blows down, nobody dies. <sighs> Maybe you went in Canada, but I feel like that can't be true when you take into account worldwide crane blowing downers. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't.
0: I don't know. Like where they don't necessarily have big cranes like that everywhere, do they? I don't know. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I don't know. It probably has to do with climate change. Winds are higher now. Maybe. So back to climate change's fault. <laughs> and that's probably why there's more sharks. Yeah, there, are there. The FDA has issued a statement saying that the mutations of COVID, like the one that was recently found in the UK and now everywhere else, could lead to false negatives when you take your COVID test.
1: But you know what else I saw? Recent trial shows that Pfizer is almost definitely... Uh, works against the the newest micro uh, yeah yeah so that's good but you won't know that you have it yeah which is bad because
0: then you can spread it yeah that is bad
1: there's a kind of hush all over the world tonight all over the world you can hear the sound all over the world uh, i have two stories the first one about 50 pro-democracy activists and former lawmakers have been arrested in the in Hong Kong under the much-protested new security law. That was passed a while ago, and those were the mass protests. Uh, I don't know if you remember, so much happened in 2020, but that happened. Yeah, so that's bad. Canada has condemned their arrests, but already we're seeing, you know, activists were saying that this law was going to be used to quash, you know, resistance to the pro-Beijing government of the city, and it is. The reasons were chief executive or something, whatever the leader of Hong Kong city is, uh, Carrie Lam, delayed elections, citing COVID as her reasons uh, by a, a year and a bit, I think. And these pro-democracy activists held mock primaries, which lots of people voted in. And uh, so Carrie Lam, you know, she said she, they're not going to arrest the voters, but she arrested the organizers and everybody who ran. Not not shocking. No, not at all. And she said it's because they broke COVID rules. No, it's not. That was an excuse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not because they broke COVID rules. I don't think it, so. It's
1: absolutely not.
0: You can read between the lines. There
1: <laughs> really cool. She's not, it's not subtle.
0: There was no, there was no question that this was going to happen.
1: No, uh, not at all. China
0: wants Hong Kong and nobody's going to stand up to them because they own a, the bulk of the world. Yeah. And uh, they're going to get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real shame you know they've, they've lasted when did hong kong go back to china 99
0: something like that that sounds right it's,
1: uh about 20 years of, of being relatively free but the past few years they've really started to crack down and and yeah i don't know i don't know was it a mistake to ever let china get this powerful probably like you can how say did this that how did this happen
0: it's cheap uh labor Mostly,
1: I guess. And,
0: and, you know, it was a Chinese company that, that hacked the Nokia. It was, it was, well, it was Huawei that hacked Nokia, stole all their technology and information, and then started coming out with phones, right? And, and no- yeah. Nokia is now out of business. Now, part of that's on Nokia and part of that's on the Canadian government for, for ignoring the warnings. Yeah. But, but still. And then once you get that technology, then you can, you know, you, I'm sure there's lots of bright people there as well that that make new technology, and and I think this is why I'm I I don't like that CBC broadcasts Huawei ads on Hockey Night in Canada. I think they should stop it. Yeah. I don't think we should allow their phones here. I think it's time to try to be as local as we can, and and if not Canada, then you know north america and and europe maybe some europe and and let's try to just loosen the ownership of big communist countries or you know the other the other option is if they want to become a democracy and you know have at her
1: yeah well i mean the government's not just gonna let them become a democracy they tried that Tiananmen square yeah, that didn't work out well.
0: No, no, I know it's not going to uh, happen. So, yeah. so we have to do something, and it has to be a slow process of buying back
1: everything that they own. It's going to be difficult, if not impossible. But yeah, because the the problem is, if you shut yourself out of the Chinese market, your the rest of the world has a huge advantage over you because they're such a big trader economy. I mean, the yeah, US they also are. They also are like a, the biggest buying economy as well. I think. Yeah, no, like, they are the U.S cannot stop the relationship with china because china buys their debt yeah they they they
0: own the states almost
1: yeah the u.s isn't so china took over the world economically they do they own we say the states is the most powerful country in the world china owns the states there you go that's all you need to know i mean but i mean what would happen
0: at some like i wonder what would happen if china said you pay us back now and the united states said no what, who's gonna do anything yeah uh
1: i don't know who owns uh, like the uh world bank and the uh, uh oh, international monetary association or whatever fund, it's called imf oh yeah international monetary fund well, i don't know if it's owned yeah well come on it's owned yeah we say it. we don't know if it's owned but it's owned who owns it <laughs> either the u.s or china yeah i don't know probably <laughs> whoever whoever's most recently bought it then you know the other country gets in trouble yeah china's a problem and i don't know it's ironic Because Pierre Trudeau, before China was ultra powerful, opened relations with China before the U.S. formally recognized the People's Republic of China as a country. They recognized the Republic of China or Taiwan as the real China, right? Yeah. Pierre Trudeau pissed off the Americans when he did this, but it was part of his campaign to make Canada less reliant on the U.S., yeah, and which is which is also understandable. Yeah, and at the time, I understand the decision because China was not. But it would have been interesting if, if Canada decided to buy up some U.S. debt. I don't
0: think we could afford that. That would cost a lot of money. Yeah, but how did China get all the money? I guess they have a. It's it's mostly it boils down to, to cheap labor and and you know ma- being able to mass produce things and and yeah having so
1: many people. Right. And it's easy when your government controls everything. Yeah, it's a plan to have so much money. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem that I do not know what the answer is. I think the answer is the world needs to decide to do something about it. Like no one country could do it.
0: No, it, it would even even then. It's it's tough because you you don't want to piss off a country with nukes too much.
1: Yeah, and it's easy, you know, for say Canada, the U.S., England, France to say. We're not gonna deal with you anymore. But good luck convincing Japan or India, who are right there. Yeah, or Russia. Well, Russia's you know, I, I was thinking more democracies. Oh, okay. Um but still, you know, Japan and India are are democracies, but have China right there. Yeah, India India and
0: Japan don't get sorry, India and China don't get along though.
1: Yes, no, they they don't, but at the end of the day, if China ever really decided they could wipe out India. Probably. So even though they don't really get along, they have a tense, we're not uh, agreement where China has just you know decided not to destroy India yet, and I don't think India would want to poke that bear necessarily. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. From that point of view. I thought you meant they like dealing with them, but they don't really. But
1: no, 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 they don't. But they also, you know, if if we piss them off too much, who's going to be the first to go? Yeah. And but everything. I mean, you look at even the states.
0: Was it over the past? however many years they, their influence has fallen and China's risen. I think things tend to be si- sic- secular, secular, sic- secular, uh, it's Yeah, like go in a oh, cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I, I think at some point it, it'll eventually they'll have less influence, but right now it's at a time where they yeah. have a lot.
1: But then again, they're not a democracy. So if they decide they like their influence and want to try to keep it and they start to lose it, they might turn to war yeah yeah they may they're already pretty um aggressive in the asian pacific region yeah and you can see they're wanting to expand their influence there and we don't hear about it a lot because we're safe over north america but it's a big deal in places like australia new zealand and japan yeah but uh, anyway we'll see over the next you know decade I think the next decade will be telling when it comes to China.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, there is a billion people there. If they rise up against the government, they could overthrow it. But it would take everybody rising up against the government.
1: not a small thing. It would take everybody. And even then, like, the Chinese military is pretty... Well, yeah, because everybody serves, right? It's one of those things where everybody serves at some point. And I don't know how is the chinese government largely disapproved of in reality in china yeah i don't think so i don't think so either like i think they've pretty solidly sold themselves and ingrained themselves in the culture yeah of no no i think most people that live in china believe
0: the u.s is evil they're good they're doing good things and that's the you know this is the way the world should be
1: yeah and now listen i understand i think the u.s is pretty evil too but it's better than china (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't you can make some pretty solid honest arguments that the u.s is evil but so is china doesn't mean you're not yeah exactly anyway my other all over the world another plane from indonesia went missing this morning but it is believed to have been found and we don't know where yet this is this was a developing story when we started okay but it's believed to be found the coordinates are sent to the naval have been sent to the naval vessels in the area fishermen in the area have reported large chunks of metal that they believe to be part of the plane oh so is it right. good
0: it's found but not in one piece
1: yeah it's not looking like it's in one piece like they haven't said whether or not it's crashed but if people are finding large chunks of metal it doesn't look like it's in one piece. unless it's one big large chunk of metal <laughs> yeah. it's a problem yeah exactly the plane had about 62 people on board it's not looking good for them we don't know anything yet so expect the worst hope for the best is what i always go with it's a boeing 737 plane shocker and uh was
0: that the max 737 max the boeing max i think so yeah
1: um and uh they
0: just got cleared to fly again
1: yeah that's not good but um i think it was 2016 wasn't it when that indonesian plane went missing that they like never found
0: yeah probably i I don't remember exactly
1: but (laughs) technically this isn't 2020 anymore
0: yeah close enough
1: yeah uh he's still president (laughs) 2020 doesn't end till january 20th yeah but yeah i i mean we'll we'll see where that goes apparently indonesia and i think we knew this this is the third plane i can remember going missing from indonesia but it's not uncommon because they're very overcrowded and have very bad infrastructure and, and bad safety regulations. I don't I
0: wouldn't fly their airlines. Yeah, I no. I'll tell you, I don't I don't like flying Air India even. I I'd try to fly Air Canada, Lufthansa, KLM. Oh, they, they just released a report report I think. I think Qantas won safe as airline again, although I've never flown on Qantas. I don't know where Qantas is. Australia. Oh. Yeah. Um Good for the Aussies. But I I just I try to stick. I don't even like flying American Airlines really. I'd rather fly a European airline than not—not not American airlines per se, but oh. an airline that is based in America. <laughs> yeah, like Delta, American, whatever. I try to stay away from them too. I've never heard a good
1: thing about any American flight company.
0: I think Delta occasionally gets some decent reviews, but I, I just, I just don't. I just stay away from them as well. I also feel like if any if anything is ever going to happen, which I'm, it's a, difficult to do now. You know, nobody's going to take an Air Canada plane because it's Canada. You don't want to, you know...
1: I don't know. We're it's still... not
0: as big a political statement.
1: Yes, yes, that is true. Although, if you hit the CN Tower...
0: With an Air Canada plane? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's still, it's just not the same, right? As a, as a, yeah, as taking an American plane or in India taking an Indian, like you know what I mean, like a, yeah, Pakistan, India. You want to take an Air India? That's why I, in India I normally, I, like, I have sh- some short haul flights. I normally take Indigo because I feel like if somebody's going to take a plane, they'll probably take Air India, yeah, not one of the off brands. <laughs>
1: yeah it's uh it it is much harder i i to take a plane now and also you have a lower chance of success even if you manage to take the plane because countries have protocols where they will shoot down the plane now before they let it hit anything
0: yeah plus plus the passengers all know so they could they would rise up on the plane well i think they knew it was being hijacked in 9-11 yeah but they but nobody had ever flown it into a building before it's just to hijack a plane and they take it to cuba or something right Lots oh, yes, of planes yes. have been
1: hijacked before then.
0: Yes. But now it's, it's a different ball game.
1: Yeah, you're right. They would probably be more willing to risk their lives because they might lose it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that got depressing. Yeah, it did. What do you have for all over the world? <laughs>
0: in, uh, in Britain, some would-be burglars were caught after one of them accidentally sat on his phone and dialed 999, which is Britain's 911. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and the cops traced the call and came and caught them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chief Inspector John Owen, which is a British name, definitely, tweeted out I think we just arrested the world's unluckiest burglars. While Amazing. committing a burglary, they use burglar a lot. One of the bungling burglars accidentally <laughs> sat on his phone and dialed 999. We received the call detailing all of their antics up to the point of hearing our patrols arrive and arrest them. <laughs>
1: I want them to release that recording that I'd love to awesome, listen to man.
0: that oh yeah
1: <laughs> I like how uh, I like bungling burglars yeah and uh, I like antics yeah for well, a set of crimes it's very uh, British it's a very British tweet that's yeah. fantastic <laughs> We have a busy political this week. Pretty boring week, really. <laughs> anyway.
0: You want to you wanna go first, and then uh, I'll fill uh, in any gaps? I think you should go first, because you have the big story. Oh, you didn't write it down at all?
1: No, I saw oh, okay. you had it written down, oh, I was okay. like, I don't need to.
0: Well, it, it spo- we, we already spoiled this story, but yes. there was a bit of a protest in Washington. There were some antics there in was some Washington. Antics. <laughs> it started with uh with a rally in the morning uh because that it was the day it was wednesday right i think so it was wednesday and that was the day that they were going to confirm the electoral college votes and basically say biden was president like double stamped at no erases yeah blackball beats them all yes exactly so the uh trump was calling on pence to not do it even though yeah, you know, the the role of Pence uh, was equated to the guy that opens the envelope on the Oscars. Yeah, like he can't, you, you don't get to open it and decide. Wait, no, I don't like that film. <laughs> it's it's La La Land that won. Yeah, exactly. So you know he he didn't have any option but to read what was written. He couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Republicans planned on objecting. So they anyway they had a rally in the morning where. Where Ju- did Trump speak in that rally? I, yes, he did. Yeah, Trump yeah. spoke.
1: He Trump with the, he spoke at that rally. He said we gotta go down to D.C. and and tell them. And he said I'll be there with you,
0: <laughs> which he wasn't.
1: He was not. <laughs> he said I'll be there with you. We'll march down to D.C. and we gotta tell them that the election was rigged or yeah.
0: Something. And then, but also uh, Giuliani was there and said something along the lines of uh, something that incited violence. You know, we have to. We're beyond something about we can't fight we got to fight this like a some sort of i can't remember exactly what he said but it was a it was an insightful chant and then uh insightful chant it's not chant not insightful well insight it incited violence
1: yeah i suppose that's the right word it's just not normally used in that context no <laughs> i don't yeah. think that is the right word because insightful means inspired yeah insight no chants. no i know so, yeah i understand that but it not in- i don't know what the right word is it inspired violence inflammatory
0: inflammatory sure
1: we'll go with that okay
0: it was an inflammatory uh rhetoric anyway and then uh dj jr came up and was talking about how uh this is not there. you know talking of mcconnell and DJ. Uh, oh, no don sorry dt dj dt jr Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like DJ, DJ. I know who you meant, but then it like got stuck in my head, and I was like, "That doesn't something wrong with that." Yeah. His last name does not start. <laughs>
0: I think it's you know what it is. It's I think Donald J. Trump. No, but it could be. But one of the late night hosts calls him DJ TJ. Donald J. Trump Jr. I think it's like DJ like, Wing, oh. and then TJ like Trump Jr. Oh okay. DJ TJ, and that's what's stuck in my head. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump Jr. spoke and was say speaking of McConnell and and Graham and and uh, Ted Cruz and all those guys, he said, this is not their Republican Party anymore. This is the Republican Party of Donald Trump, and we have to stand up for it, blah, 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 blah. And then the crowd made what? its way down to the Capitol building where these proceedings were happening and thought they'd come in and have a look. Yeah. Wow. Well, it was not good.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. They 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 broke into the Capitol. Senators and Congress people were told to hunker in place before being moved to undisclosed locations um, behind locked doors. They broke into the House of Representatives chambers. They broke into the Senate chambers. They broke, they broke into people's offices. Nancy Pelosi's, uh, 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 where the picture was taken. They wore ridiculous clothing. They did wear ridiculous clothing. Two people have now died because of the riot. One rioter and one police officer. It was an attempted coup well a
0: coup i think is overthrowing the government and it,
1: that's what they wanted to do they wanted to stop the government from certifying these results they wanted yeah they weren't they were trying to overthrow biden's government it was yeah, like a
0: pre-coup pre-coup
1: <laughs> overthrow it before it can happen yeah i guess i i
0: think i i, I don't think I, i'm i never i didn't think that was the right word but that's what everybody's saying maybe i'm wrong uh, Do you whatever like to it was better? it was just a riot it was uh, maybe they maybe it was a coup maybe just a really bad one like there was no way it was gonna happen so yeah it could have been an attempted coup just a very piss poor attempt
1: yeah yeah it was so yeah it was uh it was a bit of a mess it was un- unprecedented it never happened before now a tweet from ivanka trump that she first put up said
0: american patriots any oh, yeah. security breach or disrespect to our law enforcement is unacceptable uh, the violence must stop immediately. Please be peaceful. So, now, now, it's the end of that message is a good message, but American patriots? Really? Yeah. And she quickly deleted it, but, of course, multiple people screenshotted it.
1: Yeah. I, it must be, uh, they must know now, there must be people who know, like, okay, this tweet is going to be deleted because it's horrible, so I got to screenshot it before it gets before deleted. Before she's
0: deleted, yeah, before they realize what they wrote. Yeah. Trump, I think, initially called them patriots, he also called them special, he loves them. In his first message, he said, it's time to go home now, it's getting dark. Uh, but he also said, they stole this election from us, it, they're all special, he loves you and he's with you, And but just go home. But yeah. it was just a horrible, like, on one hand saying go home, but on the other hand, just inciting more violence.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a mess. It was definitely a mess. i i mean i i don't know i don't know what else to say about it it was it's insane that it happened well do you have anything else on it yeah well um
0: well on thursday trump said via twitter that there was a there will be an orderly transition of power yeah even though even though the election was stolen from him (laughs) yeah of course this had to be tweeted from someone else's account because at that point it had only been suspended for 12 hours due to his constant breaking of the rules now it's completely yeah deleted he no longer has a twitter account yeah now the the other thing i have I've three more points one the people that
1: rioted said they are going to be back for the inauguration that is a bit scary it's a bit scary but also if you're planning on overthrowing some sort of government or or doing that kind of thing don't announce it because then you kind of lose the element of surprise which is the only thing you got going for you
0: yeah it's not it's not a it's not a smart plan it's somebody said if you're it was, I think it's from a movie. they like, if you're gonna if you're gonna punch someone in the face, you just punch him in the face. You don't say you're gonna punch him in the face.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they they plan on being back. And I I, I, I don't know. Like I I I think he. Might, I'm worried about Joe Biden.
1: I am too. This is I a heavily too. armed group of people. Yeah, I would say I, I I've said it before, and I, I don't mean it jokingly. It's quite serious. I think he's probably at a high risk of an assassination attempt.
0: I would I would do it inside.
1: Inside locked room,
0: undisclosed location. I'm not sure I'd do the whole outdoor thing unless you're behind some serious bulletproof glass or something. The thing is, it's... they
1: don't want to do it inside because of COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And you want to have yeah. people there to celebrate yeah. and blah 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 blah. But
1: everybody, it's uh. And he
0: he won't. He'll do it in the same spot that they always do it because you can't you can't show that you're afraid. But I would put some. Some serious, like, Mobile bulletproof glass up in front of them. On the invites,
1: BYOBPG. Bring your own gun and bulletproof vest? Bring your own bulletproof glass. Okay, (laughs)
0: Bring your own riot shields. Yeah. And then uh, the FBI said there was no evidence of Antifa involvement in the Capitol riots. So I'm glad that investigation was done. That's not a waste of time at all. Yeah. Or resources. I also...
1: I have to say, it's a stupid thing to say, because Antifa is not an organization. There's no organized group of Antifa that ever goes and does anything anywhere. It's just a bunch of people who say, hey, I don't like fascism, so I'm going to say I'm Antifa. Like, it's a movement, it's not an organization. Yeah, either way, it, we knew it wasn't them doing this. Well, Yeah. So, like,
0: it's the people from the rally that went down the
1: street. It's I saw it's crazy. I, I saw a tweet with the picture of, of the riots, and somebody said, by the way, this is the fa we were anteing about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. And finally, Tucker Carlson has had a... Isn't that always the way? Yeah. And finally, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> it's He is... He's, I, I do try to listen to... A, both sides of an argument, and and he seems to be on everywhere. So I I tend I I do watch. I almost always. I, first of all, I hate the way he speaks. I just I it it gets my hair on the back of my neck up when he's talking. Like he just talks to you like you're an idiot. Speaks to his base. Man knows the language of his people. But he was talking about about his the riots, and and here's a
2: a little excerpt from his news show. Political violence begets political violence, that is always true, it is an iron law, it never changes. And we have to be against that. No matter who commits the violence or under what pretext, no matter how many self-interested demagogues assure us the violence is justified or necessary, as they have been assuring us, lying to us, for the past six months. We have a duty to oppose all of this. Not simply because political violence kills other people's children, which it does but because in the end, it doesn't work. No good person will live a happier life because that girl was killed in the hallway of the Capitol today. So our only option as a practical matter is to fix what is causing this in the first place. We don't have a choice. You may have nothing in common with the people on the other side of the country. Increasingly, you probably don't, but you're stuck with them. The idea that groups of Americans will somehow break off into separate peaceful nations of like-minded citizens, that's a fantasy. That will not happen. There is no such thing as a peaceful separation. There never has been and there won't be. The two hemispheres of this country are inseparably intertwined. They are co-joined twins. Neither can leave without killing the other. So that's the first thing to know. As horrifying as this moment is, we have no option but to make it better, to gut it out. The second thing to consider, and it's related to the first, is why the woman who was killed today went to the rally in the first place. We don't know anything about her, but she did not look particularly radical. She bore no resemblance to the angry children we have seen again and again wrecking our cities. Pasty, entitled nihilists dressed in black, setting fires, spray painting slogans on statues. She didn't look like that. The woman in the Capitol hallway looked pretty much like everyone else. So why was she there on a Wednesday? Why were any of them there today? We ought to think about that. If you want to fix it, you have to think about that. The only reason this country is rich and successful is because for hundreds of years we've enjoyed a stable political system. And the only reason that system is stable is because it's a democracy. It responds to voters. Democracy is our pressure relief valve. As long as people sincerely believe they can change things by voting, they stay calm. They don't storm the Bastille. They don't burst into the House chamber. They talk and they organize and they vote. But the opposite is also true. If people begin to believe that their democracy is fraudulent, if they conclude that voting is a charade, that the system is rigged and it's run in secret by a small group of powerful, dishonest people who are acting in their own interests, then God knows what could happen. Actually, we do know what could happen. It's happening right now. It's happened in countless other countries over countless centuries. And the cycle is always the same because human nature never changes.
0: Okay, that goes on and on. Um, but I think you you get the jest there. And, and it's so frustrating listening to him describe this protest after the, the protests that have been pe- taking place since uh, George Floyd. But you, you look at things, right off the top, he... he and this this wasn't the top. There was actually two minutes before I the bit that I re- put on here. But but right off the top of where I started recording, he was basically tried to say the previous six months worth worth of protests were were invalid. Like they, there wasn't a reason for them. But this one, you know, it has a reason, and we have to look at that. No option but to make it better. No option but to think about it to fix the cause. But what what does that mean? What why why does this one you have to fix the cause? But the other ones you don't. You know, what's been happening in the US over the last six months, you don't have to fix. Then he goes on about how the woman that gets shot did not look, did not look radical, looked pretty much like everyone else. What, what, what? White like you? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it is. I, it's incredible to me because it is real, real life double think which was Orwell's 1984, 1984 yeah. which if for those of you who has not read it read it essentially means people who d- doublethink is is a was a philosophy put forward by this fictitious authoritarian English government where everyone had to believe two distinctly contrasting things to be true in order to follow the party line yeah and that's essentially what he's saying these two completely contradictory things are both true yeah and he's he also and said, he believes it
0: yeah he then goes maybe i don't know that he does or, well, or he, he's a mouthpiece he gets paid for saying this but maybe he believes it. i don't know but then he, he's like we have to think about why they were there and he talks about how uh as long as people believe that that they have a say and they have a voice then they don't riot if they can vote and they have a say, then they don't riot. Well, how long ago was it that that black people got the vote? How what rules are in place that try to limit black people voting today even? Forget yeah. about forget yeah. about a hundred years ago today. How long ago was it that women got the vote? Like these they don't this is what the protests have been going on for the last six months. They don't have a say. They don't have a say in how the law enforcement approaches uh, black people when, when they pull them over for a speeding stop or whatever they don't have a voice they feel like their voice isn't heard so it's the exact same fight now he does come out against both of them he says violence can never be tolerated and I agree with that but, but it's the, it's the, if you have to figure out if your only choice according to him is to figure out why this happened then why wasn't that the only choice since April or May it is. It is the only. Ch- he's right.
1: Yeah, that's, but he, it's
0: frustrating <laughs> that he's right. But it's the same argument that applies to the last six months worth of riots.
1: Yeah, he's 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 an absurd person. Uh, um, and, and sh- I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, and you can see that line throughout these entire Capitol Hill riots, where you see the police using a restraint of force. You see, um. Well they did, they did they did people they did I mean I
0: don't I don't I don't know how many people actually got shot in the other riots like in the Portland riots did any protesters get shot and killed uh, not by militia by police I can't remember I wouldn't be surprised I don't think but. I don't they might have been more violent they might have been a, there was some I know there was some arrests there was some pulling people off the streets but that wasn't day 1 No I I I'm not sure i'm I'm not sure the police is the is the issue here i mean that that's what started the riots but I don't think the policing of the riots is the biggest issue i mean if you look actually right on the capitol when they protest when they broke up that peaceful protest with tear gas that's a that's a better example of of the the uh double standard of how policing is yeah because though they those people were doing nothing except for standing there, and they got tear-gassed and beaten back so that Trump could hold up his Bible by the church. Yeah. That one is, is, a, is a good correlation between the double standard between the two. But I'm not sure, like, the, the Portland riots and that, I don't, remem- I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think the cops weren't sitting there shooting people.
1: Yeah, no, I, I suppose not. Yeah, I, 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 Stephen Colbert did a pretty good segment on showing the double standard. Um, yeah, and that, I
0: think he used that mm-hmm. that one that was just outside Washington, so Trump could go of his photo op. Yeah, yeah. And that I agree it. with that. That is that shows the double standard. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, and yeah. there was I had one uh, one of my friends on Facebook wondered if it's if this whole thing like why wasn't the National Guard were there when they knew this rally was happening? They knew there was the possibility of violence. Why wasn't the National Guard there beforehand? And he's wondering if uh, you know McConnell set it all up so that all these republicans can now very easily jump the trump ship i tend not to believe that but it's you know i mean the fact that it even is a possibility is saying something it's not
1: necessarily insane
0: yeah and then the other one of the best one of the best things i saw about that was was a tweet that i saw yesterday that said uh, all the republicans that are now leaving trump you're you're so brave i i've experienced that myself i i often take my seat belt off right before the planes come to a complete stop
1: <laughs> yeah i've seen that before too that's funny and it's a perfect analogy yeah. uh.
0: anyway uh that's that's about all i mean there's you could talk we could do an hour and a half just on the
1: protests but yeah we uh don't want to bore all the all our Ohioan friends, <laughs> the Republicans have been a red state recently, so we might we might even lose some audience anywho uh on the topic of the riots, I thought it was interesting. Trudeau said he thought Trump incited the riots, yeah, I saw that Which well is, again, now that he's on his way out yeah
0: it's, it's it's unbuckling right before the plane comes to yeah. complete stop like I'm sure i I understand why he didn't say stuff earlier we we do need to have a decent relationship with the united states but at some point and i think it was probably before today i feel like he should have just called him out like you know what we'll keep a relationship with the united states but we're not gonna have a relationship with you
1: yeah it's tough i mean what that's easy to say here from the big chair i don't know yeah um but you're right i mean i tend to feel the same way but i understand it's tough
0: yeah it Um, is it is yeah it, and our, our art and, and the other thing is you know he's so insolent that if you if you say something nasty against him uh, all of a sudden our lumber has a 25 percent tariff on it or something
1: yeah exactly after the riot however congress got back to work and they certified joe biden as the winner
0: yeah and, uh, and it, this is going back to uh, like did you hear lindsey graham's speech about how enough is enough and that enough, no. was, enough was enough Ages ago. Three years yeah. ago.
1: <laughs> and there were, there were. Uh, I, I think, uh, going into the joint session of Congress, there were 12 senators who were prepared to vote against. After the riot, six of them changed their mind, and it was like, you only change your mind once it's on your front doorstep, you know? Yeah. Like, as soon... Everything's fine until it directly affects you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right? And then... And that is just... I give them no credit for changing their mind. Well... i i I mean more credit to the six who didn't yeah i suppose there is
0: there's they still did it you still have to do it like but i agree it is it is like you know the last the last possible
1: second yeah but i and then kelly loffler who did it after she'd already lost her race yeah (laughs) that was silly oh that's something we do it so that's like, yeah that, that should be my next thing. that's a good transition yeah it, it was kind of overshadowed by the riots but both democrats won in georgia shocking which yeah I, I Raphael warnock significantly less shocking but john ossoff winning by a whole percentage point that's that's a surprise was
0: it beyond so it's beyond what can be recounted
1: yeah uh, you have to half a percentage point if it's less than half a percentage point you can request a recount yeah so it's done but it's done both democrats won which means the democrats have the uh, the slimmest possible majority in the senate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I I I'm very surprised. I I still think they won't do anything too radical.
1: Well, I don't think they can because they have the moderate Senate Joe Manchin type democrats. Yeah. Who, you know, cuz now you only need one democrat to side with the republicans and it doesn't pass. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it would still allow something to get done. Uh, I think where it's going to be most important is nominations. Yeah. Judge and, and cabinet nominations. Yeah. Well, That's actually,
0: where it's, most for, where it's most important is we don't have to listen to Mitch McConnell anymore.
1: Yes, that is actually the big victory, is who cares about Mitch McConnell anymore? Oh, I hope, I hope, it's very likely, or at least, I don't know if it's very likely, but it's likely that the Republicans will take back the Senate in two years. But I hope McConnell retires before then. Fingers crossed. Or dies. (laughs) (laughs) He's unbearable. And he's gone. He's the minority leader. Not yet. Actually, I was reading up about this. The earliest, the Democrats take control. of The Senate is the 20th. Right. And the latest is the 22nd. Okay. Uh, Some people thought I was talking, I don't know. I was talking to some people who thought it might be earlier because the senators could be sworn in. As early as the 15th but when it's a 50 50 the vice president breaks and mike pence is still the vice president vice president until the 20th yeah and now the latest the results could be certified is the 22nd in georgia the latest they could be seated is the 22nd right so they might not take the majority until then he's uh, he's on his last last legs as well yeah yeah he'll be out around the same time as trump it'll be a great day assuming joe (laughs) biden lives through it yeah so that's good uh a nice pleasant surprise john ossoff youngest person ever elected senator Raphael warnock first black senator from georgia wow yeah that's surprising actually yeah it is but it it is so it's i think uh you know uh much about time it's an about time sort of moment right so that's good Raphael warnock's mother actually worked in cotton fields
0: yeah i read that
1: yeah That's so that's good for him. Keeping in America, two Pelosi notes, one, after the riots, no, after the riots, she talked to the top U.S. generals about denying Trump access to the nuclear codes. Why didn't she do that when she took over in 2018? Yeah. (laughs) That, That would have been the first thing on my agenda. This guy should not have access to the nukes. Yeah. And second, they are introducing articles of impeachment against trump 100 percent. they are they are they're doing it yeah good i think on monday if they pass he would be the only president in united states history to be impeached twice and they'll definitely pass yeah how could they not well they had they had a handful they had a few democrats who didn't vote for it last time yeah and they have less of a yeah and they only have a four seat majority yeah so they kind of need everybody yeah
0: i'm sure she'll call in favors you don't do it unless you know you're gonna yeah no i I
1: agree it will pass but it might not but either way it doesn't matter the senate there may
0: be some republicans that vote for it
1: i don't think in the house maybe one or two maybe but either way in the senate it won't pass because you might get Mitt Romney again. You might get Lisa Mikowski this time. You might even get Susan Collins this time, but you need two-thirds majority to... Boot someone. ...to boot somebody. And um, they'll have more because they have more Democratic senators now because they, they've they kicked out the one from Colorado and they've replaced the one from Arizona. So it would be, I think, they might get a majority. You know? But it's not enough. But it's not enough. They will not convince 18 senators to boot out Donald Trump. He won't get removed, but still... It'd be, uh, if, if his legacy is to be the only president who's ever been impeached twice, that's a good legacy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. It was
0: interesting, also, you were saying that, that, you know, people have been calling for the 25th Amendment, but your point was that they, they you don't see how, because he's not acting any differently yeah, and, they have a, and he's acted over the last four years, yeah, and that's exactly. exactly right.
1: Yeah, so for people who don't know what the 25th Amendment is, it gives um, the vice president and cabinet the power to remove um, the president if they feel he's not able to exercise the power, so eventually if they find him mentally unfit. And yeah, my point is, what argument are you going to have there?
0: It hasn't
1: years. changed. Yeah, yeah, nothing's changed. So what, do you, what, what is your argument that now... He's he's mentally unstable just because the inevitable conclusion to all of this happened that I don't think you can do that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, keeping in America. But but going over now to to Biden, two things, Biden is planning to roll out all the vaccines and not hold back the second shot because uh, Canadian provinces and America, they've been doing one of two things. Either everybody, they use all the first shots they have on as many first shots they have, and then just plan to have the second shots when they're needed. Whereas what America is doing right now in some provinces, including Ontario, I think, is they're giving the first shots and holding back enough second shots for everybody who they've given a first shot to to guarantee the second shot. Yeah. So Biden is going to do what BC is doing, for example, which is just give everybody all the shots we have and just plan to have the second shot. In time. In time. Which... I mean if it works is the better plan. But if you don't have the second shot on time for whatever reason, yeah. You've wasted all your first shots.
0: Yeah. I a lot I would say you need to be pretty confident that you're going to get your second shot. Like if you know I would imagine they know that they're getting their second shots.
1: I I it's just such a big risk.
0: Well, not necessarily if you know you're getting second shots. The second thing but I would say is you don't is,
1: know what could happen. Well, you can't plan for everything.
0: No, but you're ninety nine. You know you you can't. But it's ninety nine percent. My second question is: What happens if you take it thirty days after instead of twenty eight? Does that mean it's no good? I would like, imagine. Like they say, so. 20, like what like, you know, what I mean, what does it? What does it actually mean? Uh, so I, I don't know. Like, is it suggested? Is there a range you can take it within?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know the details, but it's just, it seems risky to me. If we've
0: ordered them, if they're making them, they said we will deliver by this date. I mean, that's how, it's just in time delivery. That's how most things work uh, around the world nowadays. but with
1: these things, what if on the way,
0: the freezer breaks down? Yeah, there's chances. I'm sure there's backups so that that doesn't happen. There's lots of things that could happen, but if you plan for what could happen, then nothing gets done properly. Yeah.
1: Well, it's I don't know. That's actually a good transition to another story, but I want to stick with Biden for just one second because I'm very happy about this. In in a little bit of justice. Biden picked Merrick Garland as his attorney general. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Merrick Garland is uh should be on the Supreme Court right now. He was Obama's last nominee months before the 2016 election when the Republican-controlled Senate said, "No, you can't do this so have close to the election." You have to wait. You have to wait, which was not a rule nor was it the precedent but the republicans denied that supreme court seat and then a month before the uh 2020 election republicans confirmed amy coney and barrett to the yeah supreme court and supreme hip- hypocrisy so this doesn't undo the damage to the supreme court but i'm glad merrick garland's getting a yeah, little bit of I something think,
0: i think about four podcasts ago you said i hope biden makes merrick garland the attorney general
1: I think I said I hope he nominates
0: him if there's an open seat. I'm, I, we, maybe we'll have to go back and listen. I thought you said Attorney General.
1: Maybe. I'm happy with this. Yeah. I'm happy. Like, like well-earned. I'm, I'm sure Merrick Garland's happy about it, too. But, yeah, going back to the vaccines. So, Trudeau, the, he called the First Minister's meeting, which is when he meets all the premiers. And he has voiced frustration at the slow pace of the vaccine rollout. So he went in to gently tell them all off. And then today, the uh, premiers have said that in that meeting, they asked Trudeau for, to quicken the pace for which they get vaccines to match their, quote, quickening pace and say that they have the capacity for a larger rollout. That is not what I've seen. No, it doesn't seem to be supported <laughs> by facts. Yeah, exactly.
0: Do you? Could you use it, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, even it, it just as in Ontario as an example, you know, last last week when we did our podcast, there was one hundred and thirty thousand frozen vaccines. Yeah, that had been sitting there since the first delivery came. So, so why not? It, fine. You want to you want to be super safe and make sure you got the second one. There's no reason we should have already. Everybody should have their first one. Then that's getting it. Yeah, should be done.
1: Yeah, needs to be I done. Agree. We need
0: to be way faster. It can't be done in 2034. Yes, no, no, not at
1: all. In Quebec, they are going. They're going into much harsher restrictions. Finally, after months of being the worst province in this whole pandemic, they are entering. And part of the restrictions is they're putting a province-wide curfew from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. Now, there are some exceptions for essential workers and dog walkers near their houses. And I have one question. That's a funny exception. Can you walk your cat or would you get fined? (laughs) Or your naked mole rat? Yeah. Like, I know there are people who walk these animals. So, does it have to be specifically a dog to avoid a fine? And if I am, could I walk a dog and a cat? Or does the cat cancel out the dog?
0: I I think you could walk a dog and a cat. A cat might be... Cats don't want to be walked. No. you'll be punished by the province and the cat yeah.
1: that's interesting so so now people are saying uh, essential
0: workers and dog walkers <laughs> have they ever been put in one group before
1: uh, a doctor and a dog walker for this you are equal yeah. but now doug has said that ontario is going to get stricter rules and some people are saying we might have a curfew as well so we'll see that I, I mean It's interesting. I've I've never even considered what it'd be like to live under a curfew. I've never a lot
0: like what we're doing right now. I don't go out after eight or before. Who goes out before five a.m.? Come on, mom going to work, but that's going to work. Who else goes out before five (laughs) a.m.? Come on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so that's interesting. We'll see if if Ontario does it or if any other provinces do it. I don't know how that
0: helps. Do
1: you think most of COVID
0: is spread between eight p.m. and five a.m.? I don't bars, nightclubs but they're all closed right now. We're in lockdown. I don't think they are in Quebec. I'm talking about here. Oh, yeah, because we're talking about maybe Ontario follows suit. Those are all closed. We're province-wide lockdown. So, what does a curfew do? Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I don't see it helping. Yeah, it just makes people dislike the government
1: more. I don't. I don't, well, I don't okay. see how it could help. I'm okay with that in Quebec because th- that's a very popular bad government. So <laughs> they need to be disliked more. Too many to list now, but more MPs and senators have uh, admitted to traveling over the holidays, including one conservative on the Ethics Committee uh, and one conservative senator who uh, early in the pandemic co signed a bill to prohibit MPs traveling uh, during pandemic times. That's funny. Yeah.
0: I, I can't remember if I said this last podcast or not, but uh, there was a cartoon, uh, I think it was on Facebook or something, that said, uh, that We, we, we are, don't want any Canadians traveling during the pandemic because you might run into our, us politicians traveling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always funny. But yeah, I mean, it's still, I haven't seen a, na- a name from the federal government. Yeah, uh,
2: sh- which really, is shocking.
0: Truly, either they're doing a great job of covering it up or they just didn't travel. And maybe, maybe after multiple uh, occasions, Trudeau is has has learned something about ethics.
1: Maybe. That would, uh, that would be mind blowing. That would be that would be the biggest story of the year. It is it is shocking that not one minister yeah. or even MP from yeah. the Federal Liberal Party has been caught traveling. It, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> like everybody but, <laughs> else.
0: Everybody else.
1: But them. MDP, conservatives, provincial parties, like
0: it's bizarre it's it's weird it could be that he got out in front of this and said listen we've had enough ethics scandals (laughs) let's stay i know i heard this guy's going on a trip
1: St. part let's
0: let's we'll we'll just take some pictures but we're not gonna go yeah we'll just
1: leak it (laughs) so we'll see if that holds up truly an, an amazing story that that hasn't happened yet Back to vaccine rollout. I'm kind of all over my list here because I was trying to pick, pick what's most important, but I'm losing track of what I have written down. rollout. Uh, c- because the on the federal level, uh, federal governments, prisoners will get the vaccine before some frontline workers and people in long-term care. Specifically, 600 high-risk or elderly prisoners will be vaccinated near the top of the list. The government says they are following expert advice and trying to stop outbreaks in prisons that could also affect prison employees, right? And I have to I have to say I don't have much of a problem with it. I understand the frustration, but if you're following the expert advice and and the fact of the matter is that there are people who work at these prisons who are exposed to the prisoners.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And and I have to say, you know, once you're a prisoner, obviously, you forfeit some of your rights. We don't have the death penalty, one of those rights, you do not forfeit your right to life, yeah, when you got into prison. and do we want a prison system where people are dying of disease? No, like like I think, yeah, you're you're a prisoner and you have you know constrained rights and everything, but you're still a citizen of Canada, you still have some of our rights and and it's only six hundred. It's not like thousands of prisoners are getting vaccines before frontline care workers i don't have a problem with it uh
0: before frontline care workers i don't know i i i don't know i
1: well okay
0: they're in i guess it's a higher risk but i i think i think i think there needs to be a priority and i would put the frontline care workers at the top of that list the very top yeah. because without them so many other people are in trouble like yeah. we ha- you have to close beds you don't have beds for other people uh, there's def those people to me are at the top do you want disease running through your prisons and you are risking gu- you know yes absolutely you mean, I mean no, no you don't want them no, to the no no they need to no i mean they need to get they need to get shots eventually but i don't yeah. i don't think it's uh, to me i wouldn't do it before any frontline workers i'd do frontline workers first <laughs> then i would do like prison guards and elderly Mm -hmm. together sort of at the same thing because that's like sort of equal risk. They're going to have it. Then probably prisoners in general. I'd put the prisoners in the same as the third wave except for elderly prisoners. They get it.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's only 600 high risk or elderly prisoners.
0: Yeah, and I would put them right below frontline workers. I'd put frontline workers above everybody else because they keep everybody else safe.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, the federal government claims they're following some sort of expert advice and they're not at the top. Like there are, they're not like, very top of the list they're just higher than some so i don't know what the exact logic is but i don't think it's as big of a deal as the conservatives are making it out to be yeah probably not but like well to me like i said i i
0: told you i I think all frontline workers then yeah maybe there's some debate after that but the front the frontline workers are what has they've been stretched so thin since march this second wave is crushing them they've had we talked to a nurse on our Zoom call. She, no vacation, twelve-hour days, six seven days a week. I mean,
1: yeah. No, I I I, it's I see like, what you it's mean. like. What
0: mom's working?
1: Yeah, and, and I tend I tend to agree. But if they're following some sort of expert advice, there has to. I, I tend to believe there's a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but I then produce it. Yeah, I like, I'm don't sure. say we're following expert advice. Show us. Oh yeah, maybe it's out there. I don't know. I just. I just I I just who said these people
0: got it it. get it before the you know the doctors that are saving people for anyway
1: well I think I think part of the reason is because prisoners are constantly in such a confined area which I guess is true frontline workers too yeah crammed in a hospital
0: absolutely it's it's listen nobody it's tough but you know I I just think the frontline workers need it more than anybody else Mm -hmm. across the country
1: yeah. Anyway, and lastly, I have interesting, just sort of like exchange that, that uh, was shared with NDP MLA from Alberta, Janice Irwin. This was sent to her, somebody screenshotted their conversation with a UCP minister. They had a Facebook conversation with the UCP minister, and they sent this to Janice Irwin. Janice Irwin posted this on their Facebook. So Devin Dreshan is the minister, and the, this woman, or, or the, I don't know if it was one this person, messaged him about, over Facebook about some sort of concern about the government. And he says, where do you live? And she says, or uh, this person who's talking to him says, I live in Alberta. And then the MLA says, you don't live in my riding, aren't my constituent. If you have an issue with the government, contact your local MLA. And so the person says, so Albertan, Alberta citizens who aren't in your constituency don't matter to you? I can't vote for you, so that's it? I'm not surprised. And then the uh, minister says, that's exactly how our system works, yes. Your local MLA represents you, not whatever random MLA you want to reach out to on Twitter. And they say, are you not a minister for the entire province, though? Also, thinking that only citizens who you can convince to vote for you are worth listening to is a shameful attitude. And then the minister says, I suggest if you have further questions, you take it up with your local MLA, as I don't have time to freelance for the entire province.
0: I, I get or it. Not. Like, I, Well, I, I kind of... Well, no, I, there's no real dis- defense, not really. I mean, he. Pro- it also depends what the question was, I guess. Like, they never showed what the question, initial no. question was. Was it more, was it something about his ministry particular, or was it, you know, the person's street isn't getting plowed properly? You know what I mean? Like, yes, it, it, it definitely depends on the question. I can understand, you don't go to... Like, if if I wanted to, uh, you know, I I talked to somebody who said I should get in touch with our local MP to because I need to travel for work so maybe I could get bumped up a little bit on the vaccine list. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go to Doug Ford for that or Rod Phillips or, you know, someone like that. I'd go to the local MP. Yeah. Right? But if then you want to talk about something about the general finance uh, of the province, you might send a tweet to to Rob Phillips rod Phillips, or before Not he <laughs> before he got before he got booted, yeah, so you know, I think a lot depends on the initial question, and you don't see that in this in this posting
1: that's true this
0: this definitely makes him look bad for the way he but this this could have been a four day exchange we just don't know it's the end of an exchange, so without seeing the whole thing. I think it's it's out of context, and you can't really make a decision. It's a bad look, I admit that, but, but it's... We don't know the question. We don't know the question, and we don't know how many tweets this has gone over. This could have been gone over days, and he's like, listen, I told you I can't help you, go to your local MP. Like yeah. You could be now getting frustrated because it's been a week worth of this guy tweeting him. Yeah. We don't know. And then all of a sudden, the NDP picks it up. It's... uh like i said it's a bad look i'm not sure you should ever talk to a a voter the way he talks to them yeah uh i don't think sarcasm is a way to win votes that's the way our system works like it's not (laughs) the best way to win votes but but we just without seeing the full exchange it's i don't think you can really pass judgment on it
1: yeah you're I, i agree if it had to do with the ministry then he has no argument whatsoever
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, he should answer if it falls under his ministry.
1: Yeah. The um. The the, the, the re, where the place where I get a little bit foggy is if because I, I I tend to believe like the government is cabinet and cabinet serves the province, right? Yeah. So. Does that? By the way, he's Minister of Agriculture and Forestry for Alberta. We don't know the question, so there's no way to judge if it was in the ministry. But I don't know whatever. So, but but should under that argument, shouldn't shouldn't any cabinet member answer any question to the best visibility from any constituent, from any any citizen of Alberta?
0: Yeah, but if there's one particular cabinet minister for whatever reason, all of a sudden gets all these. You know what I mean? Like, do you want a, do you want your cabinet minister spending his whole day answering tweets from random citizens about why their garbage didn't get picked up by 9 a.m.?
1: Yeah. Well, that for garbage, he, he would defer to a city councillor. And I think if it was a question about another ministry, he would have tried to direct to the appropriate minister. But the fact that he was directing towards the local MLA, saying, go to your MLA... Makes me believe that it was either a general complaint about the government, or about his ministry. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's, there's no way to no know. No way yes. to know. You're right. There is no way to know.
0: It's the worst part of the. It's likely the worst part of the exchange that got posted, and it's. I, I, I'm not surprised. That's the way politics works. You try to make the other guy look bad, so he win votes in the end. Yeah. But without seeing the whole thing, and and it could be that only that part got passed along to the mla that posted it
1: yeah well well the 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 mla that posted it posted the screenshot she got
0: yeah so that's it's the only part that this guy sent but yeah i i you know like i said i can't i can't i it's a bad look yeah but i don't i don't think it's necessarily all on the minister it depends
1: yeah i just thought it was interesting yeah it is
0: Right, closer to fine got a couple things here do you i don't see anything no like i didn't that. write it down oh okay but I, I this i think i and i don't i have a hard time with this one but you know now uh, youtube has removed steve bannon's podcast channel over false election claims and on one hand i think it's good to be getting rid of people that are spreading hate over these channels mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's a very slippery slope that yeah. where where people can limit what you say in a in a free society i mean it's it's a it is a fine line and it's hard to walk and i I don't know what the answer is, but I'm glad I don't have to listen to them anymore so
1: <laughs> I think uh i it's, it is. It is a slippery slope. It's tough. And my immediate reaction is, if you're a public figure, you shouldn't be allowed to lie. Oh,
0: then there wouldn't be any public figures. They all lie.
1: Yeah, and that's... that's the they point. don't
0: lie to the extent of Trump. Yeah. But they all lie. They all tell half-truths. Nobody is fully... No one, no, no, nobody who's ever been elected has been 100% up front.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and that's thing. and then you say, at what point do you transition from a person speaking their mind to a public figure? You know, like, because Steve Bannon wasn't elected to anything ever. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's hard. Because a part of me is, is happy, like, about this. Most of me is ha- I'm entirely happy about this. Um, <laughs> because I know that he was spreading hate, violence, and lies. But <sighs> one of the things is, you know, one of the ideas of a democracy is we have to uphold our principles, even when we might, they might lead to something we disagree with, you know, Voltaire, I might disagree with what you have to say, but I'll defend to the death. You're right to say it. Yeah. And a part of me almost thinks that these, these sort of ideas started to be floated around when, they were held to a higher regard, and people were trying to be honest or didn't think that people would lie to such a selfish degree and and didn't imagine situations like this and and never imagine something like you know social media yeah so no, that is a new thing social media is really what has thrown all of this into an entirely new dimension of consideration, yeah
0: well oh, yeah, I just just looking at the news right now. Uh, this article style a farewell to at real donald trump gone after 57000 tweets
1: it's just it it's so easy to spread i almost said information but ideas and present them as fact and the, ha, ne, you don't have to have anything to back it up
0: the biggest and that's the biggest problem is depending on who it's from people believe it yeah as and they take it as because it's coming from the president i believe it to be true and I would say of those 57,000, 56,947 were probably false.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know if there was... The problem... Kofefe maybe was one of those not false ones. Oh, there's
0: errors. There's all kinds of typos. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just mean like not, not lies.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kofefe wasn't a lie. It was nothing. <laughs> it's tough. But I, either
0: way, like I said, mostly I'm just... I don't have to listen anymore, so that makes me... Were you listening before, really? It was hard not to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, we still haven't figured out social media. It took, It took what, almost 2,000 years to get to some free speech stuff and figure out that, so... Yeah. Maybe once we... You know, we'll get to social media eventually. Huh.
0: And the, the other thing that, that I, I also just read was the man who was spotted carrying the speaker's lecture and has been arrested in, guess where? Florida. Ah! Shocker. Kind of looks like David Spade, but I don't think, David Spade with
1: a mustache, but I don't <laughs> think it is him. I think David Spade has a mustache. Look at it. It does kind of look like David Spade. I know. <laughs> <laughs> was he the one in the Viking hat? No, 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 oh. no. I hope the man with the Viking hat wears it in his mugshot. <laughs> anyway, over to you. Yeah, I got one thing, and it's, I don't know, I almost feel like I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here, because I don't really care about this story, to be honest, but I don't know, I guess it was kind of interesting. I needed something for closer to find. So, uh, the Hoffinch, a bird, which normally winters in Japan, was recently spotted in the Yukon, a first in Canada, the closest other sighting for this time of year was in Alaska uh, a few years ago. Wow. Isn't that interesting? No. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, Yukon's not close to Japan. That's kind of interesting in that way. It's just a bird with a bad sense of direction, I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, it's bizarre. I, I don't know if it was just, like, lazy. I don't know if they migrate there. It's this time of year, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know if he just... Birders were very excited. Apparently they drove from all over northern BC, northwest territories. To see the, so, to, to, to see, see one Hoffinch? Go see the inch. Go try to spot the Hoffinch. Yeah, it's funny. It's how much gas was
0: burned? How much CO2, extra CO2 was yeah. put into the air? <laughs>
1: How many half inches? How did many, you many kill half inches died
0: <laughs> to go see the one half inch? But yeah,
1: okay, good stuff. Uh, that's my closer to find. I don't know. It was a, a a normal story. It was a plain old boring story. So closer to find.
2: And uh, now the end is near.
0: All right, parting thoughts. Well, this is uh, the last one for a while that that we'll be doing in the same room. The next one, I guess you'll be calling in again. Yeah. So it was a uh, it was great having you home. So that's very nice, and uh, and it's exciting that you're going back to your last whoever however long last <laughs> term, and and next time next time you're back in Ontario, you, you will have a degree.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: assuming you pass. Yeah.
1: Exactly. As to say, I was assuming everything goes as planned. Yes. Which. It's weird. Yeah. But uh, it's a weird year. It doesn't feel... Because I think it's been such a strange year, it does not feel like anything's coming to an end. Yeah. No. Because to me, right, most of what we would have done this normal school year is still ahead of me. I don't feel near the end of everything. I don't feel like it's one semester because it's basically two still. But just doing it in four months. Yeah. (laughs) Five months. Is it five? Six months. Yeah. February... March, April, May, June, July, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, six months, but that's still, yeah, so I, it feels like I have another year, because I do have another year of work to do in the next six months. Yeah.
0: But either way, it's, it's, yeah. got, it's, it's exciting, it's approaching the end after a, a long, extra long effort.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be weird to not be in school anymore, I might just have to get a master's or something.
0: Or, yeah, or a job. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix does filming in Hamilton. You could live at home.
1: Yeah. Right. Free. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was actually thinking, so over the past few weeks, I've had about a nightmare a week <laughs> where I, not a nightmare, a bad dream, a week where I'm flying back and I literally don't pack until like the hour before we're supposed to leave and I'm just frantically stressed packing. Right. And and I wake up just, like, stressed. And then last night, I walked into my bedroom, out my, my door, and I saw my suitcase open on the floor, clothes spread everywhere, and I thought, I forgot I had to pack. <laughs> so after this is done, I'm going to go downstairs, get my load of laundry, go upstairs and pack. Um, but when I woke up this morning, it's pretty much all I've been thinking about all day because I'm like, the nightmares are coming true. <laughs> it's like you got more than an hour you i have can, you I, can go pack i definitely have enough time but i need it to be done so that i'm not overtly stressed about it all anymore. Right.
0: all right well we'll let you go pack and <laughs> for the rest of you we will talk at you again next week thanks for listening